Hello, welcome to the Mental Realm of Existence podcast. I'm your host, Jose Luis Mateo Jr. Episode 1, The Unsung Third. When I say thirds, I refer to the thirds in which we divide our lives. On average, a human will spend two-thirds of their lives awake and one-third asleep. On that same average, a human will decide that the efficacy of one's life is spent during these two-thirds, and the longevity of said life is... Not groomed, not blossom, that's too flowery of a word. Uh, fostered, yes. Lo- the longevity of your life is, is fostered through quality sleep. Okay? You got your sword, your two-thirds of a sword, and your one-third of a shield. Not realizing that the spots where they are empty are actually where they fit into each other. Because these, these, these thirds are only really built upon the quote-unquote fact that we quote-unquote know that we retain our conscious state in the waking world and then we just sleep. And then we get up and then we retain our consciousness and by that I mean we are awake and we are active, Okay. When we divide these thirds, we take away the fact that humans are a continuous stream of consciousness. Your your thought process of, well, I've had a long day, I've done this, 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 and that, and when I go home, I'm just going to crash, I'm going to shut my brain off, I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to do it all over again. When we view this in the form of humans having uh, the ability to retain their consciousness, the entire, the entire puzzle piece is just one big thing of consciousness, and it's just different plateaus, okay? We we base uh, dreaming as something small and insignificant, we agree with each other and we hold on to that agreement. And that agreement is that these collage of images are really nothing other than. Or it's like a matrix kind of thing where you can have fun and you can do this or you can do that. Although you may not remember your dreams, You do remember them when you're asleep. The fact that you choose to lower the level of consciousness during this dreaming period means that you are limiting access and cognitive function during the dream state, okay? You see a a child that runs around and has fun with the little tantrums and, and, and just 
does random things and seemingly impulsive, that is the state that you are retaining when you are dreaming. If you decide that dreaming is is not as important, if that one-third is not as important as these two-thirds, if not more so, okay? When we say dreaming on this podcast, we don't mean simply going to bed and waking up. We mean the mental realm of existence where thought becomes form through intent, perceptible form through intent, okay? Now, these collages of images that seem to have nothing to do with your with your world, put a pin right there and we're going to take a little stroll into logic and I'm going to come right back to that. And I hope that I don't lose that. So I'm going to put a pin in that too. On average, a human will perceive 10% of the total data incoming into their body and into their biosphere, okay? A human will perceive consciously 10% of that. What's the 10 and what's the 90? If you were to get up and perform a simple task such as walking from one end to your dwelling to the other and back, you would see that task and you would only divvy up the responsibility of looking around to make sure there's no dangers and anything else in, in front of you, you know, or you're, you're walking, you're, you're paying attention to the most base things. You're not focused on your heart rate. You're not focused on the lungs breathing in and breathing out. You're not focused on the muscles transitioning through your feet. You're not focused on the power transitioning downward through your spine when you walk. There are so many things that are not becoming uh, perceptible or not that you are not allowing yourself to perceive because a simple task is just a simple task. A simple task is never really a simple task. Only the person is simple. Take from that what you will. This 90%, this 90% tries to make itself perceptible to you. This 90% on top of human bodily functions that we're not perceiving through our waking day um, can also be, and are also, the undealt trauma from what we have in our lives. How many of us think about the things that make us feel sad and continue about the day, and that 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 memory or that thought just reverberates itself through your day? And any slight insignificance is is enough to to cause a war within you. 
how many of us how many of us suffer from that how many of us choose to suffer from that all right see that's that's the 90 trying to make itself presentable to you now this 90 percent will use the information that the 10 has prioritized in order to make itself perceptible what do i mean let's say that you let's say that i love this is such an easy dream to break down i love it let's say that you have a dream and in that dream there is a door that is right in front of you and you open the door and there is a desert a barren desert and then let's say further down all the way at the end just just barely perceptible to you is an oasis and when you get to that oasis there's a city that's inside of this oasis and you got these flashing images right in between hand of you traversing through the desert and and of you getting to this city and you maybe interacting with the occupants or whatever but when you wake up to you that is such a weird dream and you're you're thinking to yourself how like this has nothing to do with my 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 waking life this has nothing to do with my waking world let's examine this dream all right because the i want you to understand this 10 and 90 percent ratio let's say there's a kaleidoscope called consciousness we take one of these 10 slides that we can turn on this kaleidoscope we take one of these 10 slides and we put it on top of everything else and that's how we perceive things so this 90 is trying to reverse engineer that it's trying to use images that you know to help you understand things so in reality a door leading to a desert leading to an oasis leading to a city means that could possibly mean that you start you open opportunities with emptiness with 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 no expectation of of positivity a desert a desert can reflect uh peacefulness to some people you open the doors of peacefulness and deep down inside there's an there's an abundance of an oasis that is so prominent there's actually a city within this oasis that is thriving that is that is you epitomizing that is your dream trying to let you know that you are starting and preceding your opportunities and 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 what you are with this emotion now if a desert if a desert means solitude, if a desert means being alone, if a desert means isolation, opening a door to a desert could mean that you start every opportunity as feeling the odd man out. And if you keep going and you dig far enough and you allow yourself to get that far to that hidden oasis, that you that you can barely perceive with inside of you right that that little sliver of humanity that you're you're barely letting breathe every day you'll find out then when you get down there that 
there is either an abundance of life or the absence of. Has your isolation meant that you have coveted something inside of you that you have hidden from the world and, in, and yourself? Or have you torn everything down to where there's nothing for the knowledge of knowing that you can't be hurt if there's nothing to be disappointed about? Okay. Let's say, let's say even before that from the desert, let's say the door. Let's say the door. What, what color is a door? What color is a door matter? It matters a lot. Matters when the 10, when, when the 90 is trying to make the 10 understand by, by mimicking what it is, right? So what does red refer to you if, if the door was red? What does it mean to you? Does it mean that, uh, for you, does red mean passion? Does red mean, does red mean bloodlust? Does red mean fire? Does red mean like what you know what does that mean to you and and just from starting that you you open every encounter with with passion if the it means passion you start every passionate encounter feeling isolated if we're if we're stringing the red for passion and the desert for isolation you're starting every romantic or 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 intimate friendship or opportunity with a feeling of isolation or, or if you are a glass half filled kind of guy or gal or whatever, this dream could mean that you are starting a romantic opportunity with openness in mind because a desert to you can be open potential, right? It could be unlaid potential. And the oasis, the oasis down there turning into a city is is really the epitome of everything. You got all you need in there. The the potential is 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 mind-blowing. Now, let's say, let's say that upon knowing this, you were having trouble with your dating life and you couldn't find out why. But you had this dream. You had this dream one night. This red door, this barren wasteland, this oasis, and this city. Aside from uh, domesticated animals, what else thrives mostly in a city? Right? Humans. So, if you are having trouble in your dating, but you were able to retain consciousness within this state you could have found the archetypes in this dream you could have found the representers of this dream in this dream and you could have found out why this dream is in here you could have spoken to the 90 and found out how to better the 10 how to expand the 10 but because we decide to put such uh, unprioritizing is not a word, but it should be. Since we decide to, is it deprioritize? Yes, I think so. I want to ask my phone, but I don't want to say the name. I'm trying to keep company names off of here. Let's see. Deprioritize. You guys are going to learn with me. 
I'm not sure I understand. All right, we're just going to assume because I'm not going to keep searching for that. We decide to deprioritize things, and when we deprioritize things, our our intent around it is is insanely small, and we don't we see that as as the ability to to walk away from it, right? Your consciousness, the stream of consciousness that we were talking about earlier, that I was talking about earlier, because you know I'm more than one person apparently that um the stream of consciousness is leveled. The same way you are impulsive and not thoughtful within your dream state and how you were just kind of running around everywhere half-cocked is similar to a child who is doing things out of impulse and out of lack of understanding because they are perceiving to understand they are attempting to understand at least the children are attempting to understand but we we have placed that two-year-old mentality upon our dreaming existence and we have said meh that's it this is all that needs to be there this is all that has to be there that's all that has to be there what do you mean it's just a dream i go down for the night i come back up and i do it again like i said We've already discussed the potentiality for one dream. We've already discussed the potentiality. And you could have woken up from that dream and you could have just said, wow. Wow, you know, that dream just told me that I start every one of my my passionate or intimate opportunities with myself and, and you know, other people or whatever. With the feeling of isolation already overwhelming me or the feeling of openness already overwhelming me no you get up and well that was a weird dream how did i get to that city why was it inside of an oasis i i don't know i'm just gonna get up and i'm just gonna go away okay the focal point of the podcast is based around the unsung third it's based on us perceiving the 90 to better the 10 okay each episode that i'm going to be releasing is going to be a breakdown of one dream or a multitude of dreams there are so many different dreams that have already been placed online i'm keeping people's names out of the loop for their own benefit the only thing i want to do is to open that dialogue and that want to understand what's going on within your dreams the listeners okay because i have my own dream journal where i write down everything and my thoughts about my dreams and what they could mean and x y and z and i i pay attention to all that stuff it's it's a reverberation that i need to it's 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 another piece of me that is speaking to me and I have to pay attention to that. If if you if you were going home at night and one street was blocked off, another street was blocked off and you're walking, you're like a block home or whatever, and there is just this pitch black alley, okay? I'm only saying this because I love these metaphors. 
there is a pitch black alley. And you get close to it, and all you hear is... Right, this streaming, rolling wind of nothingness, of potential. There is no other way for you to get home other than crossing through this dark-ass alley. Are you gonna dim your consciousness? Are you gonna jump on your phone and just walk through that alley and pay attention to what's on your social media or something? Or are you gonna use your phone to shine a light around you to see what's going on? Because there, there are potential dangers that could possibly, you know, take you out from these two-thirds, from the one-third, from all thirds. There's there's possible things that you are perceiving in this 10 that your self-preservation is like, all right, buddy, we gotta, we gotta pay attention to what's going on here. You would do as much as you perceptibly, perceivingly, as much as you... As much as you consciously perceive that you can do, you will allow yourself to do so, right? You're not going to take the time to try to learn echolocation, right? You're not going to walk up and down there. But you will, you will pay attention to what's going on. So when you go to sleep at night and you close your eyes, why do you feel so so safe why do you feel so 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 i don't know bro why do you why do you why do you feel like there's there's the the limited uh aspect why do you feel that it's just a rest stop what if i were to tell you that your intent your intent on it on dreaming being something small and and nothing other than what if your intent to negate all other logic has been keeping you safe within that dream world? Because the same way there are potential threats in, in this alley that you're walking through to get home, is the same way that there are potential threats in your dream world. The same way there are entities that we don't perceive on this plane, there are entities that we don't perceive in the dream world. And if you choose, if you choose to still consciously apply the, the mental construct akin to a child when you dream, yeah, you're going to be safe for the most part. But you're also prey to everything. You're also prey to everything how debilitating of an emotion is that to understand that one of the strongest forms of defense for you during your dreams has been the ignorance of the depth of dreaming but it's also the one thing dangling you you're the carrot on the stick and you're holding yourself this is what I am going to do everything that I can 
to break down every single dream that I come across. I have actually access to tens, if not potentially hundreds of dreams cataloged that I will be reading through. Uh, as I stated before, the purpose of this podcast is to understand our dream world. It's to understand that third that we are blind to. It is, it is, this podcast is a way for you to open your eyes with all the information that you can have at your disposal. I have personally read 14 books on dreaming, okay? And I have several others that I'm sifting through right now. And the information is only going to continue to grow. So understand when I speak to you guys about my experiences and, and what I've gone through and, and what these other people like, you know, what these things can mean. It's not from a place of, uh, of I'm looking down on everyone or, uh, you know, me being better or any anything grandiose. It's it's me utilizing the knowledge that I've learned to provide it to other people. That's all I want to do. I, I want to bridge the gap of information, all right? Because you you have you have another side of you that is existing in your dream world, and you shift your level of consciousness every night, and you dumb that version of you down. Would you purposefully do that if you were going to an interview or if you were going to some other big event while you were in your waking state? No, right? But you would do that in your dreams because your body's got to rest, but your body still rests. You can consciously dream and your body can still rest. We're going to speak. I feel like I have barely been able to touch base on the unsung third. I, I, I Just because there's so much information to pump in okay the unsung third is the dream world it's the mental realm of existence where thought becomes form perceptible form through intent and i really look forward to divulging the rest of this with you guys uh, till next time